0: Hey, Nerd Talk Nation. This is your host, Jordan Halstead. I wanted to take a quick moment to gift you guys something that we did last year. So starting last spring, me and a few of the guys started doing this thing called the Comic Book Club. The Comic Book Club was where we were reading a comic book and discussing it and just giving more information of what you should be reading, what what are things that we could be reading, what we're not reading, and, and why you should go down a route or why not. And we tried to put a charge on it, but it really didn't work out. And then with the unfortunate passing of our dear friend Bama, we just didn't continue it. Um, Life got in the way. We didn't really feel that without Bama being there, it just kind of started to fall apart. He was the heart of that one for us um, and helping me get that started. So with that, I wanted to make sure that you guys had an opportunity to hear the episodes that we had created. And so this is our bonus content from year two. Guys, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, We hope you enjoy this content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Comic Book Club. I'm your host Jordan Halstead, and today I've got with me Bama and Will. Guys, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hello, thanks guys. for having us.
0: Yeah, uh, towards your reference, Will, we're talking about Star Wars: The High Republic issues one through five. Guys, what did you think about this as you started reading it? Because this is a this is a different kind of Star Wars. This is not what we're used to. So, what did you guys think when we got into this?
2: Uh, okay, so I try to go into a lot of comic books that i'm giving a try and just uh i'll just say i am not loving it so far i'll admit i was rushing to catch up on it but uh i remember the hype for the this high republic era that they were there, it was like a whole initiative there there was like coming soon it was like I mean, I think we were like mid-pandemic and all that, and and apparently they were getting some creative teams to do this. And I never really got into Knights of the Old Republic and all that when that was coming out because I was a Nintendo boy, so I didn't get to see all that cool lore. Sorry, guys. Uh, But uh, this, this, I thought, was like, oh, this could be my chance. This could be cool. And there was like hype about like in talks of Yoda and like younger Jedi and all this. uh, Just seeing the start of the Force, and there are some cool, interesting things here, but. I and I know they're trying to kind of go more like a, a Knights of the Round Table kind of feel with this, uh, and I do like, like that to some degree. I, I think this format would be better served like in like a Game of Thrones esque like Disney Plus show. So far in the comics, it's I mean, it, like a lot of things they, they throw you into it, but like I, I feel like there's a lot of context missing, at least it, it, from my perspective. I, I mean, th- they have done some work showing flashbacks of. Uh, two jedi uh, i believe it's a Skur and keeves I, I, keeves thank you thank you uh and uh, the the one a uh, marshal lady I, I i like her a bit because uh, she's like since like the the music of the force and, and somebody oh with uh, her uh, sound
0: I like i can't hear your sound
2: yes 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 uh stuff of that sort uh and i like their uh, little uh, almost watchtower-esque space space uh the, the proto jedi te- temple uh and just one more thought and i'll let you guys take over um but i i've never seen little shop of horrors but i do like that they were essentially fighting freaking seymour <laughs> yes. throughout there like, like there's even like lines were like i'll oh, feed me because I, I think they feed like me. They, they knew what they were doing going into this yes so, i want to play <laughs> off something you
0: had said though uh you said that this was kind of that Knights of the round table kind of feel i didn't get that vibe at all i like as i was looking at it i felt more western it felt very like we're in new frontier we're out here just figuring things out there's like lawless space and and trying to figure pieces out of okay this is hut territory this is this territory and like these aren't part of the republic yet so we're we're kind of establishing like the inner the middle and then the outer rims and and trying to figure each piece and i i didn't catch that so i like the different take that you had
2: yeah i, I- I'll say I, I'm catching a little bit of your take too with the end when uh, the Huts, uh do show up with the rain cores and wreck, wreck stuff up. I, I, I get that a little bit, uh, but like with the way that they're going like, Oh, like we're uh, with Keeves and everybody, like she has done all this training and like has formed like this great bond. I mean, like we, we, we've seen it in Star Wars a billion times, uh, the Padawan master relationship. It's just, she is learning and they're kind of just doing their own thing. And she, I just I just wish I had more context and seen some earlier adventures with them or if like we were doing this like I, I don't know maybe there's more context going forward but I'm just I'm just feel like we hopped into a Star Wars movie midway so so
0: here's my question for you then do you feel and this is not trying to to play into what our normal nerd talk does but do you feel like it's age of ultron where it's one of those it will it will slowly start to build off of that does that make sense like like if someone started watching age of ultron you're not going to understand what happened prior to but it starts to build on because you've got shows like wandavision and, and things like that that start to really build does that make sense like, do you think that this could be something that they, they set kind of as a foundation, and it's like, okay, we need some backstory, we need to know some well, flashback stuff, and then it will continue to build off this and turn into something great when you reread it in five years?
2: Maybe. Maybe. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say Age of Ultron, perhaps, but I don't know. A big thing with this is, like, going fresh, and it just feels like, oh, hey, like, are you reading all... It just feels like you have to be reading all of the books to understand, like, this and this and that. Okay. And maybe I'm completely wrong on that, that but just based on where we are right now i mean it's start picking up a little bit but i'm just like if i, I kind of wish i because i could grab the physical copies i wish i w- was reading this when it came out so i could have stopped myself from getting some of these because uh, i'm not loving it uh, and just just even other contexts the the regular star wars and the vader books have been phenomenal <laughs> and some other spinoffs i've read i just I'm fine with star Wars, trying new things and doing stuff. It's just the things that they're trying just have didn't, didn't on this, on this case didn't uh, unfortunately grab me. What about you, Bama? What do you think about the book?
1: I kind of agree with you. Will uh, it's, it hasn't had like a great start uh, because I mean, like you've already said, it just seems like you've started in, in the middle of something. It's kind of like when we were talking about moon Knight before mm-hmm. uh, it seems like we're, you know, part way into a series and we're still like, oh, who's this character? Who's this character? What's their deal? What's what's up with him? Um, so, And, and I, I get that. I've enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it's anything great, and I wouldn't say it's terrible. Uh, so I'm just kind of middle of the road on it right now. Uh, you mentioned uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Fun fact about me, in high school, I actually worked backstage uh, for our Little Shop of Horrors uh, group. So... Mm. Uh, I, they they almost wanted me to do the voice for Seymour, but I didn't. I didn't get that, so I just worked wow. backstage. Feed uh, me, Seymour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in, anyway, like I, I've enjoyed the characters so far. The Keeves, uh the I guess she's kind of the main character. I think she's pretty good. Um, seems like she's kind of a jack of all trades because she can use one lightsaber, dual lightsabers or even the the staff and it's like okay, what h- how can you learn so many different form- forms of lightsaber training and still be that good? So, uh I'm not quite calling her a Mary Sue yet cuz her force powers no. aren't aren't quite as as strong as I think they they are, but I think she's at least a decent character so far. Mm-hmm.
0: I would argue that she's better than Rey as a character. I like. Cause I just I didn't like the following series. I didn't care. I didn't think they developed her character enough. But I don't think she's. I mean, she's no like prequel character. I feel like they really right, dove but, but, deep.
1: But we know that Keys has at least had training with a master for many many years. Yeah. And as with Rey, it's like, oh, I just happen to have these yeah. powers. Oh, I can, you know. Defeat someone who's been training and also been like training their whole in the dark life. side for years. Yeah, like that. That's just like just completely stupid, and that that is pretty much Mary Sue uh, territory.
0: So, <laughs> I think for me personally, this story, I like it. I like it a lot. I think this has been a lot of fun for a Star Wars read because how many times do we have these origin stories that we like? You can do an origin story over and over and over again. and I mean, we've seen it in Spider-Man. You can retell the story different times, but it still comes back to the basic, this is their origin. And to kind of nix her origin and say, you know, we're going to try something new. We're going to kind of have a semi-experienced, but she's still trying to figure out who she is. It's kind of kind of that teenage coming-of-age story, yep. which we're seeing a lot more of those, especially with movies like Luca and, and the new Turning Red. But like for this one, it's a very coming-of-age. She's trying to still seek the approval of the master though she's not really under him anymore she's now her own jedi knight she's just gotta just keep going until she hits master and i think that it, it's been really cool and i like that we don't have an origin because i feel like sometimes it's too long an origin or it's not long enough of an origin and that's kind of where i sit with it did you have something will
2: yeah. uh s- something sillier too just like since we are in comic book club we, we, we can reference other comics i do love a trend a lizard man who's missing an arm got a freaking plant arm from something yes. else it's like it's very kurt connor's of oh yeah him, uh oh yeah <laughs> story. Yes. i'm just like uh, like we're just doing all the tropes and I, I don't know uh based on some of the prequel fights we saw, saw, see you like with darth maul for instance in, in the phantom menace iconic lightsaber fight uh obviously uh i i think Obviously, there was more since playing off the Knights of the right, Roundtable thing. I think that is why she is so good at like that training. But granted, we didn't see it in panels. I just I, I can I can make that logic leap in my brain just like I can because uh, I'm going to let uh, my lightsaber and go, go to bat for Rey. I mean, she was on her own for some time. She is a descendant of Palpatine. Uh, I mean, you saw that even at his old age, that dude can flip, man. So uh, I'm sure uh, she had to been for herself and it's even in the off time that we don't see. i um, she, she she's got she's got it. She's got it. All right? Well
1: well will the, the, this is kind of an argument of natural talent versus mm-hmm. hard work and training. Right. Yes, you, you could have all the natural talent in the world, but mm-hmm. when you come up to someone who is just as talented but also has that edge over you as having the hard work and the training, right. they're going to mm-hmm. overtake you. So
2: not if they're I, not if they just killed their dad and they got shot by their former friend in kind of an emotional mess. That's 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 just me. I, I love Kylo Ren. Don't get me wrong. He's got that cross crossguard lightsaber. Oh yeah. He's I, just, I share I share a birthday with the boy. <laughs> I just uh, that dude was an emotional mess and uh, yeah, I know he's got some skills as we see in uh, the that should I that that could be that could be the ongoing joke in Star Wars podcasts. But yeah. But I get. I, I lost the thought, and I got us off topic. No, you're good. Continue from
0: there. You know, they also introduced a few other ideas to this, and we were kind of talking about, like, that Western kind of feel, and I want to kind of gear us towards that. What did you guys think about it having, like, this known Star Wars universe where there's, like, the inner, and then there's the mid-rim, and the outer rim, and, like, they're kind of establishing that? Because in space, if, if you're a space guy, like, you understand that, like, there's known space and then there's kind of beyond our limits and and uh, green lanterns talk about this a lot of like like there's this kind of outer area and we just kind of patrol as much as we know and we're in sectors and, and there's so much more space and so what did you think Bama about just the idea of the inner planets the mid rim the outer rim like as they're getting that and then into this wild uncharted territory
1: yeah, uh, I, I know. Like they often uh, refer to the outer rim uh, throughout all the movies, and probably even in in some comics. Um, so it, it, it is it is nice to know that like they have here is what we know, and then they're trying to expand and trying to uh, I guess have the influence of the Republic uh, go out further. Um, it, it's it's really interesting. Uh, I would really want to see some more. Uh, planets, just because, like, I mean, we know obviously, like, Tatooine, Coruscant, uh, and even some others uh, from from other media. Because uh, Will mentioned uh, um, Knights of the Old Republic, the, yeah. the video game. I, I actually played that a bunch of times, both the the original and the sequel. Uh, and so there's lots of classic uh, locations there: Dantooine, Nar Shaddaa. Um, so I, I would be interested to see some different planets and, and some with different ecosystems and just things that are just kind of out of the ordinary for uh, uh normal star. which I say normal Star Wars, but nothing is really normal for Star Wars. Uh, but like, I mean, when you got a planet that's just completely full of water, I mean, that's, that's kind of, or even Cloud City, which is just a crazy
0: concept, but.
1: I liked. Uh, I really liked the. Oh, what was what was the name of the plant monster? Do you remember?
0: I don't. Not off the top of my head.
1: Uh, but it it really kind of made me think of. I, I've I've played D anD D since I was in college, so probably since about two thousand eight. I would say two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and when they cut the the creature in half and they're like oh good we we beat it we cut it in half we can get the heck out of here but then all of a sudden it's like nope now we're uh two of these and now we're just gonna kind of come at you again it, it reminded me of like uh, a creature in D called the gelatinous cube
0: where Oh yeah you can,
1: you can try to cut it and it'll split and that just now you got two of them on your hands, and you just keep slicing at it, and then oh, you're just creating more enemies for you to fight. So it, it really kind of uh, had me reminiscing about uh, fighting some of those things in D and D.
0: Yeah, no that that monster, I liked that, uh, and I'm going to kind of gear us back in with this, but you know, I liked seeing the monster. I liked seeing some of the animals that are kind of drawn in the background, and like especially in the first issue when she like has to go and save people. And that's kind of how mm-hmm. she gets her knighthood, and like, there's this whole group of people, and they look like little fairy monster kind of things, and and yeah, like that was a cool that was a cool take, and to see different animals that show up, I like that, I like the the flora and the fauna to kind of kind of just happen to be there, and and it's not always that they have to interact, but just to see what can someone create, what can someone draw, where do we go with that? I liked yeah. the. I mean, Outer Rim is, is very popular with especially like the newer or like that, that middle uh, area of Star Wars where it's like the Empire and the Repu- or the, the Rebels going against them. You see a lot of Outer Rim stuff and then more prequel stuff. It was that Inner Rim and then I don't really know exactly where the sequel series because I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. I don't know where all those sit, but you see a lot more of like Coruscant being that centerpiece for the NRM and and just trying to figure all these things out, I I like the concept that there's more than just what has been talked about. Like that's just kind of a yeah. public space, and like you could, I would love to see like, hey, because how many years is this before uh original Star Wars stuff? Is this? I, a, I haven't
1: seen anything that says. I think it's supposed to
0: take place like a hundred or two hundred year or two or three hundred years, something like that. Maybe even five hundred before the prequels. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. how cool would this be if even in 500 years, you really don't see a whole lot of growth in the Republic because they kind of get stuck and the Jedi, even though the Jedi have fallen, like there's still a ton of Jedi out there still like patrolling the universe and like, like there's still like maybe a couple temples at this point. Mm
2: -hmm. It's, it's 300 BBY, uh, 300 years before uh, Battle of Yavin. So that'd be, that'd be.
0: So like, like two fifty, roughly like two fifty, let's say before yeah, prequels.
2: Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah.
0: Okay. But yeah, Will, <clears throat> what what are your thoughts about like the inner, uh, the mid, and the outer rim, and and seeing like how that plays <clears throat> with like known space, unknown space, wild frontier kind of stuff?
2: I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on this. Uh, if I'm being honest, I mean, I do. I mean, I. I your thoughts on like the little pixie creatures on i was just going like oh we're going we're going here we're going back to the ewoks cartoon a little bit i don't know if those things were there but like <laughs> the fact that there are imps in this universe i'm like huh i don't i don't know if i needed that in star wars but uh hey like if someone got to put their creature in there cool uh and i that the hut uh so, so far where we left him like having armor and actually going into balance of just going like oh ho, ho, ho. and like being a lazy butt uh, out there kind of doing uh to bring up an, a more recent reference uh kind of going getting get out there with his men kind of like boba fett and, and that recent show yeah uh just showing uh, like oh hey like showing like their force a little bit and just showing like the morian Guards were still loyal to him back then um i also uh like that there was even some defiance back in the day like to jedi even at, at this point in the galaxy just because like Maybe when we're hopping into the prequels and all that, there's there's been hundreds of years of backstory to we would think like, oh yeah, of course, like people aren't gonna be on the Jedi side, of course. But like just seeing, like oh, even back then, it's like oh, Jedi. Do we, we really got to listen to you or answer to you? And then like, and how some people like mystic, mystify them or, or treat them like almost like a like a pastor or a priest, even because uh, I think I even saw at one point like, yeah. going, like you have to you're going to go go to your confession. I'm like Jedi's go to confession. When when was this <laughs> happening? Uh, Jacosta New didn't get after anybody about this in in, in uh, a new republic. But
0: yeah, no, those are great points. I think I think one of the other pieces is just knowing that there is a bigger universe around you yeah. and that what you think is, is there. Like it's, it's taking us beyond what our normal star Wars is. Cause let's be honest. Tatooine carried star Wars on its back. <laughs> like for it was, so long, for so long. And like it showed up so much. And, and it, it still is. <laughs> yeah. It's not I mean, done. Book of it's, Boba
1: Fett was right there. It's specifically on that whole time.
0: Yeah. And I, For this to say, we're not really going to touch Tatooine. We're going to kind of let it breathe for a little bit. We're more focused on some of these others and like bringing in the huts. Like, as Will was saying, that was one of my favorite parts is seeing the huts come in because it wasn't just a, I'm a fat, lazy slug. No, this is a, I'm here to fight for this. Like, you're in my territory. You got to mess with me. And it shows kind of, and when I say this, I, I don't mean to mess with people, but it shows this whole, patriarchy of you know when you have nothing you strive and you work hard and you work hard and then the next generation they work hard and then they succeed by that third generation they've they've got everything so they start to get lazy and the fourth fifth generation then it gets back down to they didn't work hard to keep that money they didn't work hard to continue it so it starts to fall back and regress and then you see them be down to the poor nature again And then they work hard they work hard and it's just this this natural cycle and I feel like that generation of Star Wars huts were, let's go kill. Like, let's go, we fight for our territory.
1: It may not even just be, like, a generational thing. It may just be for whatever part of space that they're in.
0: Oh, yeah, it could Uh, be a a territory
1: piece. You know, like yeah for different territories that they're in so the ones on the outer rim like they don't have the connections that all the ones in the inner rim do or even on and the so mid they, rim, have yeah. to, they have to go around and you know pick whatever they can because it's just slim pickings no one knows anything about this you know unknown space yeah uh, so they're they're having to just go and get whatever they can find and take advantage of whatever they have
0: yeah and i, I just love this aspect of you know whichever way we go we're seeing huts kick butt and i love that was not something yes. i ever expected and i love it i just i love the way that they're handled i think that they're great and i love watching her just kind of walk in she reminds me a little bit of zero the hut if you watch the, the the clone wars zero was a was jabba's uncle or or yeah. or aunt kind oh, of
2: like. boy, it's me. I, I thought Jabba was just very effeminate i i it's, it's a girl
0: uh, I don't know if Zero was a girl or a man. I don't know what Zero was, but well,
2: you said uncle, so it's, it's a guy who's just very effeminate. Like, he could he, be very, fa- I, very fancy.
0: I don't, I, I don't remember which way, but either way, because I thought they at one point said something about I'm his or like he's my nephew and I'm his uncle or something. Like I, I forget how they yeah. said it, but yeah, whatever it is, there's that relationship. But it, this, this character kind of reminds me, like when I was reading, I kind of heard Zero the Hutt's voice, like. Ready See? to go into battle? Like I'm, I'm going in. Like it was, yeah. just kind of had some fun with More it.
2: Cartman uh, in some panels. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's like, hey, bring it in, guys. I got my raincoats Let's go. <laughs> Respect my yeah. ta
1: Yeah, it says zero. The uh, zero. The hut is uh, Jabba's uncle. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. So confirmed. So speaking of the huts, did you guys like seeing the Jedi and the Hut work together? What are your thoughts? <laughs>
2: Well, it's good to see. Uh, sorry, I'll, I'm just going to steal yeah, the mic right there. Uh, 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 ben was like, "Yeah, please." I, I don't have any thought. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good to see that a uh, Huck can come to reason for once with a Jedi after someone uh, after just our because I it's Star Wars as Lucas likes to say it's poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> um, t- um, t- uh, anyway, laser sword, laser sword. <laughs> um, but just seeing them like back to back, helping each other out. Uh, after seeing Jabba being a fool and, and not releasing Han to, and everybody to him, just even though this is like 300 years later, it's like, oh hey, so like some huts aren't complete idiots or like yeah. drunk or high out their butt. So,
0: what about you, Bao? Yeah,
2: that's, that's all I got.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I like it because it. I mean, it, it does kind of follow the the phrase uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and so it's like they're they're both fighting this huge. Plant creature that none of them know anything about and so it's like well either we fight together to have a better chance of survival or if we
0: or we both stand lose. apart from
1: each other then yeah we're all gonna lose yeah. uh so uh i i like that you, we're getting to see the huts and jedi work together just because it's something we've never seen before even though
2: so huts like to have a one up on somebody or like a or like life debts are a big thing in Star Wars mm-hmm. so maybe yeah. he's doing this and it's like oh hey now you owe me you got to go get some money from these guys down the road I, I could see that happening easily
0: I wonder if that'll help start that process because mm-hmm. I mean we're we're three 300 years before Yavin so I wonder if that'll happen mm-hmm. we'll kind of see kind of where that goes and I think it'll be fun but I, lo- I love seeing just the interactions because that's not your typical interaction that's very anti star wars i'm putting that in big air quotes here because
2: would you would you say it subverts expectations jordan do what would you say it subverts expectations
0: yeah i th- i think it, i think it does yeah, yeah.
2: could th- could that be the joke every time we bring up star wars <laughs> yeah <it> might be <laughs> yeah but
0: okay. i i think that this this story you know we we kind of talked about you know it it doesn't i feel like we we jumped into something but I think that once we got through the first book and kind of started to realize the characters we're dealing with, I think that we started to see that there's some good stories that are going to come out of this. And I think where the first five issues kind of ended and into the issue six through ten, which we'll hit on another episode, I think that this, it, it's going to flow a lot nicer. And I think the more that you guys read this, the more you'll like it. I'm a little bit further ahead. I'm, I'm through issue ten. Uh, but I think that this has just been a really good book, and I am excited to see potentially more Jedi and Hut interactions down the road. I, I hope to see, like, hey, remember when we did this together? Yeah, you owe me. Like, kind of like that, as you were saying, like, that, that debt. I would love to Definitely. see that.
1: Go ahead. definitely want to see more uh rancor riders
0: oh yeah definitely oh absolutely yeah. i would love to see even the jedi on the rancors i think that would be a lot of fun
2: well there's even uh like uh, uh, finishing five the cover for six is a jedi riding one so yeah. it's like yeah. yeah yeah boba boba fett was cool riding one in book of boba fett but but someone a
0: with a there. with a big old laser sword that 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 lightsaber they're just coming in and just like whoosh, just get them all out absolutely <laughs> I asked you guys in the questions about who or what do you think of our new antagonist, but I'm gonna add on to that because there's a few new main characters and so we've got the twins who are actually connected and so whatever happens to one, the other feels it, and, and it's a little bit more into that whole, well twins feel everything the other like kind of when twins mess with each other. They they really played on that and I loved it. So what oh, do you yeah. think of the young antagonist? What do you think of the twins, the master and the one who hears the songs in The Force. So we're going to... Just kind of the, the, the new cast of characters. What are your guys' thoughts there?
1: When when you say Mastery, do you mean Master Skier?
0: Yeah. Yeah, the one without okay. the arm.
1: Yeah, I, yeah I'll, I'll start off on this. Uh, so the twins. An interesting thing is... Uh, t- uh, talking about how they are connected with each other. Uh, since I've played uh, Knights of the Old Republic before. I think it was the sequel... Uh, your character and another one they're actually bonded through the force, yeah, and there's there's a moment where she uh the the other character gets her hand cut off, and your character like slumps over and is like, Ah, hand is is feeling like it's burning, so I think it's really cool to do it, not necessarily from like a teacher student aspect, but from like a sibling. Aspect and uh, that they can like see through through each other, have the, the emotions tell them what's going on. Uh, so I hope hoping that they can continue more with that. Uh, Master Skier is an interesting uh, character. Really this whole time he's kind of just been we haven't seen like what he was before because he's always just been kind of off like something's been been wrong with him, something in his head's been been going on. Uh, like we, we, cause we see him after he got his arm cut off and something happened to him. He's not as connected to the force as he was before. Uh So I would be interested to see uh, some, some backstory on that to see how he, how he was before this tragic accident happened. And just to see the change that he went through, uh, Keeves, we've we've kind of talked about before. Um, I think it's 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 nice to have like a Jedi Knight that that's younger, kind of similar to an Anakin Skywalker, uh, someone who's still dealing with with emotion for the most part. Because like numerous times, she says some Star Wars curse word like she even says dank ferric which shows uh, up in I like in that the, callback yeah which was a good callback to the mandalorian and uh book of boba fett and she yeah. rattles off some other ones or does Did it show I, up
2: before oh well, i'm going say this this would be the earliest uh, version of us getting this thing. yeah <laughs> so mandalorian's calling back to this inadvertently uh but right really, really but in in stuff. release order yeah, oh, uh, I'm <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let's not start that uh, argument, guys. Yeah, Anyways. I want I want to see that. I just want to one shot. Just call it Star Wars Dank Fair. Just so we can figure out the like what this all, <laughs> is all about. Just, it, it, it'll be like a one shot <laughs> filled of like, of like origins for of, like the slang <laughs> that they use in their, wor- in their world. This is a silly comic. <laughs> it, it would only it would only so- help help and, so- and, and soothe me and be like, oh okay, we just, I like it. But uh,
1: Star Wars slang dictionary
2: is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah, instead of Urban <laughs> Dictionary, Star Wars slang dictionary. That's what I want. Oh,
1: uh, 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 so
2: th- uh, I think the last one that I haven't talked about was the uh, uh, what was
0: the master was who sings? It? I I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but the the master who has um, the, is, the it, is it Marshall? Like Chris? Marshall? Yeah, the Marshall. Is it
1: Marshall Chris?
0: I think you're okay. right.
1: I I, I be maybe misremembering someone else, but uh, no, it's, it's very interesting to see uh, a different take on someone connected to the force in a different way. Uh, Cause usually it's like, Oh, I just have a sense of things. I, I, I don't know for certain. I'll see how this goes, but she's like, no, something's up, something's wrong. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking to figure it out. So it's a, it's an interesting power. Uh, I'd I'd like to see a little bit more what she can do with that.
0: Indeed.
2: Well, she kind of gives me some Thena from uh, the Eternals vibes, L- just looking at her character design a little bit more and some other images. Like, if you give Thena lightsaber, boom, this, that's her. Uh, but uh, I know they were really hyping her up, and I guess like there's a Wookiee Jedi in one of the High Republic books, that we're, I, which I know we're not talking about in here. But Master uh, Gear, Scar, whatever, I uh, just... Uh, since he's a Trenodon, he emphasizes his S's. So in my mind, he sounds like Cobra Commander in my head, like uh, Yes, Jedi, mm, for the Republics. Or like I, 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 I had to, I, I made my own fun with the book since I was I was struggling with it, but it's, I, I had that voice. Uh, Keeves is a solid, like a young plucky Jedi. I would I would even compare to Ahsoka a little bit, uh, going like Oh, like Master used to be so, so like. Uh, nice to me now like uh now that i'm a knight he's kind of being distant and whatnot because i think I, I don't think the plant thing was the thing that kicked things off because at the end of that first issue like the, we had our own little mystery box there where He's like oh ah which might could could be a panic attack or uh some um ptsd ptsd thank you uh from the war they were talking about because i, I want to see that man uh, like if the, uh, i'm trying to trying to read jordan's face here even though this is an audio uh uh, thing i i think we're getting a flashback to it at some point uh that, that would i'm be not saying a word
0: us. i hope we get a flashback i'll say that much
2: okay so we haven't got it at this point but there I is bet, uh saying they have done spit they have done other high republic stories post these initial 10 uh, i think there's even further but
0: as of right now i think there's 15 books in total i just haven't bought them all yet
2: actually got you all right I'll let you buy them, and then uh, if it's something really is good, I'll I'll take your word for
0: it. <laughs> He's like, um, I'm not I'm not sold on buying them, Jordan. I'll just I'll read whatever you've got on your your digital collection.
2: Well, well, I'll just say my my, my ten issues that I have, uh, I they're they're up for sale. Uh, I'll put them on my Instagram. <laughs> um, you can but, buy them
0: through Nerd Talk. Support our podcast.
2: <laughs> why not? Why not? Seriously. Um,
0: will will sign them for you as well.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> where there's a, where there's a will, there's a way. Um, I do like that we're not focusing on like the traditional like the handsome like like princess character or like someone like, that looks like Mark Hamill or like Carrie Fisher or Harrison Ford who are j- objectively like attractive like we're following like the lizard man and like those twins uh they kind of have like did you ever watch Yu-Gi-Oh guys uh the brothers pair and toxic they kind of uh, have yeah. their vibe I'm just like Ugh. yeah <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm kind of with keeps like they they finish each other's sentences uh but like the the fact that they like to see like what what potential power Luke and Leia could have had like with the like, the Force if they had how, grown like, up together, grown up together and like trained it like in the ult- I would like to see that Star Wars Infinities where uh, uh, did you guys ever read those when that when those when that was a thing or know what that no. is? it's kind of, it's 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 like what if but Star Wars like oh hey like what if the proton torpedo didn't work or or what if Luke died on uh Hoth like just like little things like that I I I want Marvel to bring those back uh, if they continue to do the Star Wars line which I believe they're still gonna do that I don't see that stopping anytime soon but it may be a Star Wars
0: what if they may just call that since it's through Marvel Comics or just
2: or or Star Star Wars Infinity still just keep that branding why not so
0: yeah uh for me I think that you know our our young our young heroine um I think she she's phenomenal. I think that to have someone of color come in and it be a female and like it's not being done wrong, if that makes sense. Like we I remember watching Ray and I feel like Ray was just a very dry character. Um, that was no part on on Daisy Ridley. I think that just the the writing was not good for her. I don't, I don't think that that has anything to reflect her acting ability because I think she's done some really nah. good stuff. And I think that she did really well with the character that was given her. I just don't think... I mean, like you said, you don't just get really good overnight. Like, especially yeah. with Jedi training. Like, those are abilities that you kind of have to hone and you have to really work on. I mean, it takes some people a lifetime in comic books and, and in the movies and, like, it, for, for Yoda, like... His is like 900 years. (laughs) So you have to kind of read into some of that and you're like, it's really not how this works. And so for me to watch this new character who doesn't look like me, who I can't relate to in some of those aspects of like, I mean, I'm a white man. That's just how it is. But to see like, hey, I'm more teenage. I'm kind of rebelling in certain ways because there's a lot of rebellion uh, for her against superiors and she's been right on some of it In a
2: star wars book what i know right <laughs> but there's
0: there's been a lot of those themes that just kind of keep coming back and i'm like i think that this is a really good character you've handled the female lead very well you've handled representation very well because they're not like oh you're a black woman like it's not like america where they've had to go through some of those same problems like it's aliens like nobody cares like it's i mean there might be some prejudice in certain areas and whatnot but for the most part the jedi are very open-minded to hey you're a person you're part of the force like we are all part of the force i'm one with the force and the force is with me like right there and so like just this whole mentality And i love that character because she's not afraid to try like one of the things that i learned when i first moved out here to oklahoma my boss said here's your budget and it was it was much bigger than i expected it to be and he said the budget's there because we don't want you to be afraid to fail if you fail there's a safety net like it may not work the same way that you expect it to you may overspend on food for a wednesday night you may blunder with some type of event but the money is there to make sure and so it's safeguarded me to this mindset and so i think that same kind of mindset for her is i've got a family of jedi that are behind me like i can make failures i can have these problems and like luke couldn't couldn't afford failure there was a lot of times in in the original trilogy luke couldn't afford failure and then like anakin anakin didn't really have the backing behind him like he had obi-wan but sometimes one is not enough and so like he struggled with that and they didn't really but believe obi-wan in
2: him. was enough obi-wan was enough he should have been
0: but he didn't he, he wasn't
1: <laughs> well obi obi-wan was more like a brother to him yeah. in a sense like an, an older brother and if he had been with if he had trained under Qui-Gon, he probably would have had that more father-son yes. relationship, and, and that would have molded him better.
0: And to have this group, this is when the, like, the High Republic, this is when they're really getting things going. It's not the yeah. fall of the Republic or anything like that. So you're seeing a lot of Jedi who are not involved in a war, and you've got people who are able to go. and I remember watching the Clone Wars, and there were moments in time where they were like, hey— For like the next uh, mission You're going to go and train under Kit Fisto Or you're going under Plo Koon Or you're going to go do this with this one And like they kind of jumped around But it was because they were in wartime And they were like hey you're going to go learn under this battle strategy So we're going to send you to this one while we're doing this And a lot of back and forth But here it's like hey they're gonna join us on this mission, but we're more for peace, uh, and we're here doing this or this and like we're doing some trade talk and oh hey, there's this monster, but we're gonna kinda go over and, and help kind of shift some gears, but this group of Jedi are gonna join us. It's not like just uh Pad One and, and Knight or Pad One and Master. It's it's a little different. And I like that for this character. For the twins, I, I loved the twins man the twins at first they annoyed the snot out of me because they just kept like going at it and they would be like finishing each other's sentences and then like when i started to realize it's the force bond and that they're kind of the same person but not really the same person and and i for some reason i kept thinking they were pushing this whole this agenda uh a very left agenda and then i was like that's not a left agenda at all it's more of a we're bonded through the force And I started to realize that because at first I was like, don't make Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars is political, but like don't don't force current (laughs) situations. This is a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Like, I don't need normal politics to like give me something that will remove like what I'm I'm currently going through. Like, don't I don't want this to be real world. I don't want this to be like reflecting entirely. You you want more
2: road rules. You want more road. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. And so. I wanted I wanted something a little different, and when I started to realize that these are characters that are just force bonded, and so when they're saying the I am they, because of well yeah they they are yeah. together like it's not just one person, and or it's like one person to one body. No, like they are sharing through each other's experiences. So it's you're really not talking to just one. You're talking to multiple people in the same body. It's like kind of like with Moon Knight when we were talking about his did uh, the dissociative identity disorder. Um, you, you have that but instead of it being multiple personalities in the same body it's you kind of can talk to, communicate to both sides through each other it's kind of like a walkie-talkie human if that makes sense yeah. like, I feel like Definitely, you could you yeah. just kind of go that route I don't know, um, uh,
2: did you guys ever watch uh the visions uh Star Wars visions the anime uh, I did not stories? yes uh so th- that bond kind of also reminds me of like those two uh sith people who had like the star stories that were like neck and neck to each other like they had they had one of everything yeah it reminded me of that just slightly different and not over as over as over the top as anime though that was a pretty sweet (laughs) short (laughs) but uh i I mean disney's really uh, and marvel is really um exploring all kinds of special things like with that relationship and uh and all all the mediums just this time period Going back to Jap- Japanese art styles, I'm I'm just getting all over the all over the world with Star Wars. I don't know if we're ever going to talk about Vision, so I just want to get my my visions. Yeah, plugged
0: in. <laughs> yeah no, it's so. it, it's really cool to see some of these things mm-hmm. and those characters. I really like them. I think that they're they're a really cool addition to Star Wars that we haven't typically gotten. For Master Chris, I uh, that's or, or or Marshall Chris, I love that she kind of has an Obi Wan flair to her. Have you caught that? Where she's kind of like, don't, like, hey, I'm the Marshal, so, like, we don't always have to listen to the Jedi Order, but, like, we should, but we're not always going to, and kind of has that, like, that Obi-Wan kind of, I'm I'm the cool guy, like, I know what I'm doing, like, we will relate really well, and I love that about her, because I'm like, it's not just Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is not just a -a one-of-a-kind character, like, everybody on Earth, like, I have friends that are like you guys, and, and, I mean, they're different. And they've got different thoughts and things like that, but they're very reminiscent. There's we had a student uh recently at youth that I was like, Oh my gosh, this is she is a spitting image of my my former student Savannah. And I was like, and shout out to Savannah if you're listening to this, but it was really cool to see like some parallels and I was like, It's really cool when you see that it's not just entirely unique every single time. Like there are things that make you remember people and and it's really cool. And I was like, This made me think of, of Obi Wan. And I was like, this is a really yeah. cool character. It, it, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time with a new character. Like, there's pieces that you can kind of mix and match. And, and you're getting a new character with reminiscent pieces of old. Now, I can't stand her master. Uh, the uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, the lizard guy. I can't remember his name. But I can't stand him. And I think it's this uh, whole... Skeer. Skier. Thank you. I've been, I've been really off with their names. Like, I'm trying to learn their names, but also watching, like, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett. Like, there are so many names. <laughs> you could ask me all these different things in life, and I'd be like, I don't even know anymore. I've got it so mixed up. But, so, Skier, I, I can't stand the guy. And I don't know if it's because he makes me think of Bosk from the uh, episode uh, five.
1: Because he's a Trandoshan.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's a Trandoshan thing. Like, because I'm not saying, like, it's not that like all Slytherin are bad or all Transdotion are bad. Like it's not like that. It's just I just don't know if I like him at all. Like there's nothing that's been redeeming of him. He's like, well, uh, the force is leaving me. I don't know why, and I'm just like,
1: yeah. What did you well, do? It, we've only seen the the worst of, of him. We've yes. seen him go from from bad to worse. Yeah. We've seen so, this. Like, this we, we have nothing to go off of. Yeah.
0: Like, and oh, I'm like,
1: like go, it was tragic. and yes, in all
0: this. and I'm like, go back to that war. show me what happens in a flashback. Yes. Let me know that this is a good guy that's just down on his luck because for me, I don't like him. And I have no no good feelings. I think that he's a trash character, and that's fine. <laughs> that, that doesn't bother me. Like Fair you, enough. you need trash characters because that's how you can make other characters better is is through helping that trash character or there's character development. I mean, you go back to the show, how I met your mother. Barney Stinson in the first season was a trash character. Like he was awful, yeah. just downright terrible by season nine. The only other character in all of TV that I would say was better, like for a character development is Sheldon Cooper. And that is the only, like those two are like neck and neck for like true character development that you go from like, I don't touch people to I will hug and I love everybody. And I'm willing to like spend time, yeah. like goes from this hermit, like that's Sheldon. And, and, uh, barney stinson you've got i'm a womanizer and then by the season nine at the very last episode you need to go home and change and rethink your life like this is not okay and like like you didn't think you were gonna see that you thought oh we're gonna see some old barney stinson in that last moment and and it just didn't happen that way and i think that if we can get that out of this character that'll be fine but how many people are gonna
1: except it would be in reverse well it, the end of his life was at him at his worst. We well, would still be seeing the the before. Well, time.
0: his his life's not over, so we don't know what's going to happen because I mean he could miraculously heal himself. We don't know what we don't know what's going to happen. His his story's not done yet. Until until there's a body and a funeral and all that, I'm not counting him dead. So yeah, the, and
1: the the fifth book did end with him seemingly yes. dead. So we, we don't so, have a funeral. F- the 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 pyre has not been lit. Yes, for him.
0: absolutely. And and my rule of thumb, and, and Will will tell you this. I don't count anybody dead until I've seen either the body or a funeral, whether that's in the movies, whether that's in TV, because I or still real think life now, or yeah, in real life. <laughs> um, but no, like even Quicksilver, I don't count it. I don't count him dead yet. I'm still waiting. Because there's, they've they've confirmed, but I truly believe that someone's gonna reanimate that body or something's gonna happen and we're we're gonna see it.
1: Uh, we'll see what. Yeah, I, that's that's a bit of a stretch to me. When, but okay. No, if, nobody would see that coming.
0: No, <laughs> that's very true. Very true. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think about the inclusion of a young Yoda? Did you guys like that? Because we've got all these other characters. So, 300 uh, uh, years.
2: No, I mean, I'll just I'll, yeah. I'll just take it right out from you. Um, so like a big thing they were hyping was like, Oh, Yoda's gonna be in this so far in these five issues. He has done little to nothing. It was just like a, it was like a, a one panel <laughs> cameo, a glorified cameo. I'm like, Oh, it's cool to yeah. see like young Yoda like in his like rocker stage. Like, I'm expecting him to go like play drums with like some of these other Jedi masters and rocking out, going like, mm, Good set that was, yes, mm. <laughs> but I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, uh, I I, I mean, you you can spoil us if you want. D- does he show back up in the other five issues? I'm
0: not saying a word. We will find that <laughs> out on the next time we hit Nerd Talk <laughs> Club.
2: That was my Stephanie Brown minute, guys. Try to get spoilers. It didn't work.
0: <laughs> what about you, Bama? Uh,
1: I I think it's okay. Um, I, I'm good with how little he
2: was in it because
1: it's like we were talking about.
0: Was before. that a height joke? We, A little. Judge
2: judge him by his his size, do you? I do,
1: Uh, but no. It it was. It's it's like we were talking about earlier with uh, going to unfamiliar planets. It's like, like we've said, Tatooine's been used over and over again. Coruscant's been used over and over again. Hmm. Let's explore more with the new characters and not have them lean so heavily on characters that we already know. Yes, have them show up and maybe do something here or there, uh, but don't have them be a huge part of it. Uh, so I don't, I don't mind that they put them in there. I just hope that they, as, as you said on the nerd talk uh, podcast, sprinkle them in. Don't do yeah,
0: too much. Absolutely. This. I think that for Yoda, he's such a big character. Give him like, cause I mean, we're, we're doing these in about four to five issue runs. Like that's kind of how they do their, their short stories in between that tell this bigger story. I think you bring him in and do like a five issue run. You sprinkle him in real nice and I'm gonna pause. Yeah, so my thought really comes down to if you take five issues and that's what we're doing is these short stories and it's like multiple stories that help build this bigger picture and this beautiful picture. And it's like, okay, this five is going to deal with the huts and how they're fighting with us. Then the next one is we have to go and do whatever mission. And then you go in and say, hey, let's bring Yoda in just to kind of do some mentoring with this character. And just, hey, here's here's the, the issue. Or maybe if you did like two back-to-back stories that it's just like, hey, Yoda was there for like 10 issues straight. And then like you sprinkle them back in again later and like start to, to bring them out and then every now and then you just do like, hey, Yoda's here for a few issues run and then he'll he'll come back out. Oh. And I think that would be a really cool way to, to kind of, as you said, sprinkle him in.
2: I would be fine if he just never showed... I mean, unless they are playing like a small miniseries with him, kind of like his, like arc in season six of Clone Wars, I'd prefer him not to show back up because they do risk the chance of potentially making him a hypocrite down the road uh, from stuff he said in the prequels and the original trilogy and and i mean he's he is a younger jedi maybe like it'd be cool to see him be on the opposite end but maybe we see like why he learned that lesson going like maybe maybe he tells like cleaves like oh it's okay to have a some attachment but then he loses somebody that's really dear to him and shows and shows that even oh hey it's okay that obi-wan and everyone else had attachment for a little bit but uh 500 years old old i am uh it's easier for me to let go because no one can has my lifespan except my race yeah so
0: and I think that would be a, I, I'd be OK with that, too, because I think Yoda is such a iconic character that you don't want to make this whole big debacle of, well, is he is he, and he like trying to figure all that out? I think I think you're you're right on par with there. Uh-huh. All right. As we are closing out this episode, last and final thoughts. Do you feel like this is a series that you would continue reading other than for comic book club? What are your guys' thoughts?
1: I would say so, uh, just because it. Like I said before, it's not a super great start, but it's not a terrible start. It's just kind of an in between. And since I have started reading it, I would like to see where it goes. Um, if if I had never heard about this, and someone asked me, like, if I wanted to read read it, like, before having done it for this podcast. I probably wouldn't have cared that much yeah but having read the first five having started it you're like
0: love to see where it goes
1: i want to see if it gets if it gets better and what what other themes and stuff are in in this series so
0: what you're telling me is you'll be back for the second issue of this high republic series yes perfect will what are your thoughts uh
2: I will have to respectfully decline that invitation <laughs> um I, 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 I okay I do have the other five issues so I'll be there potentially um, if you read them at least that. the
0: day before right
2: yeah yeah um, I, well just
0: <laughs> he's more like a will she washy uh. hey,
2: hey easy there i'm a gar- guardians of the wills over here guys come on uh, star wars no? yeah i okay. got it um, i got you all right i just i i think i built i had so much hype for the high, high republic just as a whole as that whole initiative and just the comics usually get me like even like there's some stuff like dr afra and i think even maul and they didn't any Obi Wan series and a mace windu series like they, they did they do all these nice little mini series that were like they did a, a uh, do my, an early recommend right now for a better star wars story it's it's a han solo five issue mini arc where he is like in the middle of a race while he's also trying to get intel for the rebellion so it, it like hooks you and it doesn't derp around if they i feel like if they were told like you have five or six issues to tell this story and then uh depending on how this goes we'll come back and do another hype republic story i think they wouldn't have like derped around and kind of did some of the stuff i didn't like in this that's fair uh so it's a soft it's a soft to know it's it. it's it, it, I, I like the art. I do like the, what they're trying to do. It just it wasn't for me.
0: Hey, and that's, that's why we do Comic Book Club, is to recommend yeah. or not recommend a book. We want people Absolutely. to know. Like In, in reality, if you're going to score this, where would you score it, Will? 1 to 10. 1 <sighs> being terrible, 10 being great. A, f- a
2: 4.5.
0: <laughs> so not, not a great book, not a terrible book. But yeah, there's okay. there a lot of
2: there's there a lot of effort in in it, and like I said, like I, I it, this, the, the art and a lot of a lot of stuff saves it for me a little bit, and the, the small cameo, even though I said it's a glorified cameo, seeing Yoda there for a minute, it's like, oh, okay, this is kind of familiar. We're we, are we gonna do something with this. Oh, we're not. Okay, cool. Uh, let's, let's meet some other characters. So it just it seems like we were just hopping around a lot, and um, I I think I would like to see High Republic do- try to be done as a show, like maybe if like i said if, if they either were similar to like the netflix shows or like knowing that they only have like five or six issues if they knew that going in i think we would have got the ball rolling and be like all right he these are the important characters obviously this person has to be there because they're they're going to be in all the high republic things uh we'll have a thing with yoda that's it and then we'll just tell the story if it's good we'll keep going from there but it just did not grab me
0: that's fair I know for me, I think that this is a good start, for, but I haven't read a lot of the typical comic books with Star Wars. This is still new grounds for me, so I'm liking where we're going with it, but for me, if I'm going to be honest, I'll probably give it like a seven. It's not great. It's not this amazing Star Wars series that I'm sitting there like, I definitely need more, but it's one that I'm like, I'll gladly read it. I'll reread it like once or twice and, and just call it a day with that and as it happens, like I'll kind of reread, refresh to refresh it's where, the story at as it's coming out. But to read five, do an episode and say, hey, you know, I recommend it or I don't. I think that this is a book, definitely try it out. Try some new waters with it. But again, to, to rehash kind of, Will, what you were saying, there was a lot of hype for this. I remember when they were talking about it, they showed videos of them working on characters, and then they said, oh, we're not just doing comics, we're also doing normal books, and everything's going to be so interconnected. I was like, uh, how are you going to do that because I'm not a reader like I like comic books because there's so much more picture and it keeps my mind that I can kind of no. see the photo and it's it's not overwhelming for me and I feel overwhelmed by some books and so how do you how do you handle it's, this and where do you go and
2: it's a criticism the prequels get a lot too like the prequels and sequels they they both have like I, I think I've gathered your guys' thoughts on the sequels but like there there are they're people who like them there are people who don't like them but I think there's some stuff that with the expanded lore, like with the attachment thing in attack of the clones, like they, I mean, they harp on it in that movie, but like it was never outright said, like it's just kind of Anakin's like interpretation. And there's like some obscure comic here or there, like that explains yeah. like what happened. Did you know what happens in that book? Because this is a far interesting story. Uh, it's really brief, but like there's two brothers and they're in a love triangle with this girl and uh, their whole attachment thing, like, gets so bad uh, or at least one of them gets jealous that he has the ability to blow up a planet so that that's like they're like parable or whatever going like oh hey no 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 we're not we can't i, I think that's it i am i've i heard about it a long time ago and i'm like if that's the case that's pretty dope if this is and if this is fan fiction this is also very good too but i'm pretty <laughs> sure this is, uh, this is an actual comic or some story of that sort i'm like Alright, I think they could have at least name dropped this a little bit in the movie or like Obi-Wan telling Anakin this before he like went off to the lake house with Padme. I just keep getting on to other Star Wars topics.
0: <laughs> no, it's all good. So guys, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It was a lot of fun. And for all of our listeners, thank you for joining us for Comet Book Club and we will catch you next time here with the Comet Book Club. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around as we hit the weekly roundup. We're hitting that last little bit of what are we currently reading? And we want to give you guys some recommendations. So, Will, what are you currently reading right now, bud?
2: Well, it should be no surprise if you know anything about me from Instagram or just cosplay or what I like. Uh, but I checked out the new Captain Carter book because, of course, it's this. if you're a Cap fan to any degree and her awesome debut and what if they were like, we got to give her a series. So, Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. she was
0: she was phenomenal in What If.
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I will mention though, um, this one seems to take place in its own universe world. Uh, they made they made a variant cover that is like that pays homage to the What If thing, which if you find, I think I see the prices are astronomical. It's ridiculous. I, I don't know why I bring that up. That's not part of the story, but I just just my thoughts on it. Okay, guys. Um, but in this one, I mean, you could probably more or less make the What If one be this and. It wouldn't hurt that much but um similar to steve in the movies and just when he does get uh unfrozen from the ice uh we see how peggy adjusts to the world and there's like there's a whole debate even like when she first could oh hey since like the u.s founder like is she technically our captain america over here or like wait uh does she belong to the to uk and she's like oh wait gentlemen like I, I, I was born on UK soil. I, I'm going back home over there. And then she has to find her place in the world. Similar to Steve. She, I, I will say a lot of people have taken to her new costume that has like the half union Jack and her own thing. I, I don't necessarily love that costume. If okay. I'm being a hundred percent honest, but I, that's not part of the story. Uh, um, but i'm intrigued so far i think uh, i think we we both did a little bit of research uh, before getting into this and uh it's only gonna be a five issue limited series so i think it's going to tell a nice good self-contained story and if it sells well let's keep building on this universe i love Peggy carter i love that we're getting more uh stuff of her i mean they even did it when her show came out uh they did like a her and howard stark adventure called uh, operation sin when original sin was going on just to promote okay. the show and get get her more prominent so uh and I know there's a lot of fans of there out her of her. So I hope they're all coming in droves buying this book and I recommend it. What about you, Jordan? What are you reading?
0: You know, I've been reading another Marvel title called X-Men First Class. This is around the 2011, 2012 time frame. This is when the the movie First Class came out and it's based off of the original X-Men grouping. And so it's got characters like Cyclops, Jean Grey, Beast, Iceman, Angel, and then you have Professor X and they've kind of adapted some of the, the story that was in the movie a little bit, and they've they've kind of gone all over. But it's the first issue, which was really, really cool, was kind of setting up what this eight-issue arc was going to be. And it's Bobby Iceman going in and kind of writing to his mom, but at the end, like he's like, I can't actually send this letter, so I don't know why I'm writing it, and then like rips it up. But each part as he's telling the story is him just telling his mom and we're we're kind of like the mom reader situation of just kind of what's going on. And he's like, you know, here's Jean and they're just she's kind of a thing with Cyclops. And and then you've got Beast. He's really, really smart. And he makes me feel inferior. And then you've got Warren, who is who is the, the angel angel. And he, yeah. Yeah. And he's like running around doing his own thing. And sometimes he's ready to leave and you never know what's got like he talks about a lot of it. And it was really cool to see how different characters get played into this because it doesn't feel like it's a story that is part of the bigger universe it feels very self-contained like they go to florida and go down to the bayou and like run into the lizard so dr connors who has a connection with professor x which i was like okay of course, i didn't of course like, i mean yeah anybody who's got a phd like they, they all know each other
2: oh yeah reed richards uh, came down there they, they met at a convention dr doom yeah. was there it's a whole thing absolutely
0: it's it's, <laughs> it's a pharmaceutical convention right
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely so
0: but yeah. like they've got they actually had a run-in with dr strange and then like uh they had some stuff with the scrolls and then like there was a really intelligent ape and uh they even have a spot where, where angel and Scarlet witch have a, a fling. And it was like, like each issue is so kind of self-contained, but it does really well. And I enjoyed the art style. I enjoyed the story. And and that's,
2: didn't remember, that's Grant Moore.
0: Was that Grant Morrison or who wrote that one? I'm um, I, I thinking of a different X-Men book. I believe that you, it is Jeff Parker and Jeff Marco Mark. And I think it's the Djurgivik. The Gotcha. Um, uh, yeah, I think. So I this, think. I'm
2: thinking of New X Men.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's correct. Is is more New X Men, but this was a smaller series, and then it spins out. They have like First Class Number Two, and and they run into a few other books and whatnot. But there were eight issues in this, and plus the the First Class Special. And, Honestly, great book. I very much enjoyed myself reading it, and I would very much encourage anybody to go and pick it up. So absolutely.
2: Well, it's sounding kind of like the the reason I was bringing up Grant Morrison with all the story beats that you were hitting. It kind of sounds like All Star Superman going like, "Hey, like, yeah, there's probably an ongoing story, but like, here's an adventure over here. Here's another one, but oh, hey, there's some more pieces going there. That's what that's what it was sounding like. The more you're yeah, it describing it
0: it. Kind of a Professor X is teaching them how to use their powers and how to like slowly build like the starting of the first class but every mm-hmm. every issue kind of kind of like a t like a good tv show like it's it's giving little bits here and there and it eventually builds into the bigger story that that is just yeah. hey we're, we're teaching you how to use your powers and so, making it
2: more appealing for modern audiences because uh, if you go back and grab absolutely. some of the 60s comics like don't get me wrong uh I, i've went back and ch- checked some stuff out and i'm not opposed to reading more but sometimes it's just like okay like there's more word bubbles than the action beats here guys or yeah, come on. I, I don't, I, I know it was the sixties or seventies over here, but uh, I, I need, I need a reboot. I need a reboot of this, please.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. to see some of those stories be kind of replayed. Cause this is basically the original X-Men stuff that they were bringing in. I, this is the first class and to see their suits and to see beast not be hairy and blue. Like that was really cool. Cause I'm so used to seeing from the X-Men and from the cartoons and like from the movies, all that I see, the beast and i'm like oh he's blue hank mccoy he's a big blue monster he's not that way here and it's it's really cool to see that
2: i I relate a lot to beast back in the day not that i'm not the smartest guy in the room but i think i have his build and something tells me i would turn into a giant big blue hulking monster if i was trying to fix my big feet over here
0: yeah and it it was it was really cool to see just how they how they handled his character so but i definitely recommend x-men first class from 2011 so Guys, thank you so much for, for joining us and sticking around, and we will catch you next time on the Comic Book Club.